You've tuned into the Dr. Lowe Show with naturopathic doctor, Dr. Lauren Noel, where you hear the best in natural medicine, nutrition, and mindset from the world's top doctors, authors, influencers, and Dr. Lowe herself. Trying just to pop a pill for a symptom? You've got the wrong exit. Seeking doable ways to live a happier, healthier life and have fun doing it? Welcome to the Dr. Lowe Show. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to Dr. Lowe's show. I'm your host, Dr. Lauren Noel. Thanks so much for hanging with me on the airwaves. I am looking forward to bringing you this episode. It is something that is very, very simple and it's not easy because it's something we all do. And this is about our breath. And even right now, as I'm catching myself, I wasn't really breathing very deeply. And I'm sure you guys listening, are you breathing right now? We do this without even thinking about it. We're always breathing, but how we're breathing, the quality of our breath, it affects so much in our bodies, how our brain works, how much oxygen is circulating through our bloodstream, how our stress levels feel, how we're feeling mood-wise, all this relates to our breath. So I'm excited to jump into this topic in just a few minutes. I just want to thank you guys so much for sending me some love over on the iTunes reviews. If you've been listening to the show and you're getting some value out of it, I would just love to invite a personal request to please leave a review over on iTunes. If you're loving the show, please leave me five stars and leave an honest, authentic review about your experience with the show. And if there's any certain topics you'd like to hear about or just any other comments. I'd love to get them from you. I'm here for you guys. So, and also the more reviews that there are, the more that this podcast rates higher. So people hear about the show and we get to spread this message to more and more people. So it's a group effort. So if you haven't done that, please head over to iTunes, leave me a review. And if you are on an Android, you can head over to Stitcher and leave a review there. Thank you so much in advance. So as I'm recording this intro, I am sitting in my office in Solana Beach here in the San Diego area, and it's after a long day of seeing patients, and I feel really good, and I'm feeling good because I just gave myself a serving of Organifi. This is my favorite greens drink. It's a superfood formula that it gives you so much energy, and I just came back from a trip to Thailand for two weeks. I went straight into a mastermind group. I, I joined Lewis Howe's mastermind um, up in LA. So that happened. I went right into seeing patients and, you know, I practice my, my rest and my self care and, but I'm not going to lie. It's been, it's been a little fast paced and I attribute so much of my energy and my ability to just keep going with drinking Organifi. So if you've been listening to the show, you know, Organifi is my very first sponsor of nearly six years of doing this show. I haven't had a sponsor because I'm so picky about what I promote and I fully stand behind this formula. Organifi is basically an easy way to get a green drink every day without having to use a juicer. So the reason why I like it is because they haven't compromised the quality of the ingredients by heating them up. It's actually freeze dried. So you get all the enzymes preserved. And also what I love about it is they've added ashwagandha to it, which is an herb that really helps your body deal with stress. So how many of you are dealing with stress? How many of you have busy jobs, busy family, or if you travel a lot, the reality is you're exposed to a lot by doing that, and also just the natural process of your body undergoing stress, you, you actually accumulate toxins by doing that. So the way to combat those effects is by using more antioxidants in your system, helping your liver work better by giving you those nutrients. And also with the ashwagandha, you get that extra st stress support. So I highly recommend it for men and women. 
pretty much any age, I would say this is a really great formula. You can get yours over at Organifi.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. And at checkout, you want to enter Dr. Lowe, D-R-L-O, and you will get 15% off of your order over Organifi. And also, if you're loving Organifi, post it on Instagram, post it on Snapchat. I'd love to see what you're, how you're drinking it. I like to put it in a wine glass because it makes it more fabulous, but whatever works to share the love and you can pick up yours organifi.com and enter Dr. Lowe at checkout. So I'm playing with the fun idea of adding in another episode of Dr. Lowe's show per week. I'm thinking of making it a short little snippet, like something maybe on Friday, like a five minute Friday or something where I'm sharing information or advice from myself, not where it's going to be an, an interview format. It'll just be little quickies. And what I'm curious of, is there any particular topic or areas that you would like to hear about? Do you want to hear about personal growth and development? Do you want something motivational? Um, Do you want something health-related or maybe in regards to a particular topic? I would love to hear from you. You can write to me over on Instagram or Facebook and um, just let me know. So open up that discussion because, again, I'm here for you guys and I want to answer any questions and be of any support that I can for you. Also, if you've been listening to the show and maybe you are interested in working together, maybe you want to get some testing done and see what's going on with your own health, I would be happy to work with you. You can learn more about me and my practice and our team of doctors over at shinenaturalmedicine.com. And with all that said, let's jump into the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Dr. Love Show. We are talking all about something very simple, but not always easy. And that is all about your breath. Yes, it sounds so simple, but it's powerful when you really tap into the power of your breath. And that's what this episode is all about. And I have with me an expert in this area, Esther Nagel, and she is joining me on the show. And Esther is, she's a yoga teacher. She's actually in South Wales in the UK right now. So it's, it's eight hours ahead for her right now. Um, and, and she has a really rich and interesting story. I, I don't want to read her bio because I want her to tell us a little bit about it, but you can learn more about her over at balanceandbreathe.co.uk. And she has a new, um, podcast that's just launching and you can learn more over at soberliving.rocks, which I just learned that dot rocks can be something, <laughs> but that's actually a website, soberliving.rocks. You can learn more about her podcast and all about her movement, but let's bring her on. Esther, welcome to the show. Welcome to Dr. Lowe's show. It's great to have you. Hi, hey, thank you very much. It's really good to be here. Yeah. So I know that you have encountered so much healing through bringing in breath work for things like depression, anxiety, addiction, Tell a little bit about your story because it's really interesting and I can see how it can help so many people. Okay. So, um, well, I mean, my, my relationship with my breath has always been a little bit troubled. I was diagnosed as asthmatic when I was seven. And then I started smoking when I was 17. So, um, <laughs> some, some, some clear self-sabotage tendencies are already showing themselves there, I think. Yeah. Uh, I started drinking... Um, when I was 16, I started drinking just for fun. But then when I was 19, I started um, needing something to help me hide from myself. And I started drinking in search of oblivion rather than just for fun. 
And that became a habit very, very quickly. And I developed a dependence. And it, it took me years to realize that I had this um, dependence, this addiction problem. But I was a heavy smoker. I smoked a lot of marijuana. I drank a lot. I was taking lots of other drugs. I was basically, I had my finger very firmly on the self-destruct button for a very long time. The only time in 20 years that I went any significant amount of time without drinking was when I was pregnant and breastfeeding. And even then, um, with my my 20-year-old son, when he was, I was pregnant with him, I was drinking um, shandy. As we, we, I don't know if you have shandy in America, but where I was mixing a little bit of cider with the lemonade uh, towards the end of my pregnancy. And um, I would express milk and give him to a babysitter occasionally. And then I'd go out and get drunk at a party or something. So I wasn't entirely sober for all that time either. With my youngest, who I had when I was 37, I, I stopped drinking completely when, he was, uh, when I was pregnant with him. Because I knew that I sort of abused my body so much that if I was to drink anything when I was pregnant with him, I would harm him. So I was I was able to stop completely then. But in the intervening years, I just drank an awful lot, as often as possible. I mean, I was a single mom drinking, not every evening, but more evenings than I was not drinking most of the time. I would drink to oblivion and wake up very frequently without realizing, without remembering going to bed. Um, you know, when, when I didn't have my son, when he was with his father, I would just sometimes spend entire weekends drinking, smoking lots of weed, wasting my life, and um, generally being very unhappy, but not realizing it because I was drowning my sorrows so much. I was hiding so much in alcohol that I didn't even really acknowledge or realize how unhappy I was. Um, I was always kind of known for being a bit erratic, a bit sort of disaster prone. It was always, they always seemed to be a reason why I was in need of a drink. You know, I was always very stressed. Um, life always seemed to be really difficult for me. And so I always had excuses to drink. And if I couldn't find an excuse, I'd create one. And it was drinking to, if I was happy, if I was sad, if I was angry, if I was stressed, any emotion could be a way to justify having a drink. And I, I always surrounded myself with people who also drank to excess. So I didn't even really realize that my behavior wasn't normal. Even though I was secretly drinking at home on my own an awful lot and not really telling people I was doing that because I knew that wasn't normal. But I always managed to convince myself that I was somehow okay. And then in 2013, I, I after this was, this was 20 years of behaving like this now, of, of lurching from one disaster to the next and just drinking my way through life. I had the worst year of my life when from the start of the year, I just had one disaster after another. There was, and, and they were big things this time. It was massive insecurity in my workplace. It was my mother having cancer. It was somebody in my family. We suddenly discovered that there was alcoholism in the family, which, which was quite an interesting journey for me to go on um, with this big mirror hold, held up in front of me, showing me my own behavior. And I was having, I was in the middle of a, a really 
vicious separation from my youngest child's ex and it was incredibly difficult and very stressful and really that whole relationship and the breakup had a terrible impact on my mental health and I was just fragmenting more and more by the day and I got to a point where I couldn't cope anymore and I just I quit my job and I had a breakdown and for a few months, I was just behaving very erratically. I drinking as much as I could, as often as I could, still looking after the kids, but behaving very erratically and smoking very heavily, crying a lot and in real estate. And then I realized that I couldn't carry on doing that for the rest of my life, that I needed to do something positive. I needed to change my life. And I decided to look, to look into yoga teacher training again. Because I'd been going to yoga um, for about six years at this point. And I started going to yoga classes because I had an asthma attack. And rather than, you know, the sensible, I'm going to give up smoking, my answer was, I'm going to start going to yoga. And I didn't really learn to breathe in that time, but I loved yoga. And I knew I wanted to teach it. So when I was having this breakdown, it seemed like a good opportunity to learn to teach yoga and I found a yoga teacher training course that was just starting in a few months time and it just started being promoted and I registered for that and when I started that course I remember walking into this studio that felt a little bit like a womb it was so comforting and cozy and quite dark in a warm sort of tender kind of darkness to it. It, was, it made me feel incredibly safe right from the start. And within a couple of months of this course, I started to see that this was actually going to change my life completely. And one of the first things that happened on this course was that I learned how to breathe. And I, I was just absolutely blown away by what happens when we learn to breathe properly. Um, and when we, we breathe, we all have to breathe all the time, but so few of us do it very well. And it has such a massive impact on our physical health, on our mental health, on our ability to relax, on our ability to deal with stress. Everything, every single thing in our body needs us to breathe properly, which, you know, when you think about it, it's completely logical because we need oxygen. But it has such a calming effect on the mind as well as the body. And when I started to learn to breathe, I started to notice that my responses to things were changing, that I wouldn't get angry anymore the way I used to, that I could deal with difficult situations without getting angry, without reacting emotionally. I would just handle them. And slowly I started to realize that I was actually able to deal with life and through lots of other practices that I was involved in lots of self-study lots of releasing of tension physical and mental tension and all the practices that i learned um through the, the, the this incredibly comprehensive yoga teacher training course i achieved emotional sobriety and I, I know that term now i achieved emotional sobriety and in october 2014 i decided that i didn't want to drink anymore and that was the result of a really bad hangover um, but 
you know, my previous bad hangover is that have resulted in me saying I'm never drinking again. I've always just been one-offs and I've always gone back to drinking. But this one particular day, I woke up, felt like I was dying for most of the day. At some point, wished I was dying because that would have been preferable to how I felt that day. Mm. But I made this decision that I never wanted to feel like this again. And so I went through this slow... I'm not drinking today. I'm not drinking today for a few weeks. And then six weeks later, I went to a wedding and chose not to drink in the wedding. And that was the point where I knew I'd given up drinking. So I've been sober since then, since October, but only really realized I was sober in the middle of November. (laughs) (laughs) And I've been sober ever since. And uh, it's all down to yoga and breathing. And um, yeah, it's wonderful. Wow. It's, first of all, I just want to acknowledge you for how vulnerable and honest you are with your story. And it's really powerful. I think when we become really raw and honest, that's when we get so much of our power because people can relate, you know, that's why people love reality TV because we all feel like we can relate and we're connecting with people and what they're going through. And so that allows you to be so much more powerful by just being so honest. So thank you for that. And it's amazing just to see how <clears throat> you know, you had a few pivotal moments with, um, you know, deciding to stop drinking and with deciding to do the yoga teacher training. And I can see how that was really pivotal. And, and with each decision, it's like you became more and more resilient. And I was thinking about how, you know, like, I was thinking like, what was this alcohol for you? It was like your strength, you know, this was what you continually went back to as like, it was mm-hmm. almost like your therapy or your strength. And then you made that shift to where breath or your breathing then became that strength for you, which is so powerful because that's something you can control, you know, and, and yeah. something that makes you healthier, but that's, that's what you would go back to. It's like finding your center. Does that, does yeah. that, does that feel right for you? Yeah, yeah, that's 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 really that is. I mean, the breath was it is the most powerful thing. Um, I, I often compare alcohol now to an abusive relationship. Yeah, and, uh, you know, and when you start a relationship that turns out to be abusive at the start, that person that you're that you're in that relationship with makes you feel safe, makes you feel loved, makes you feel worshipped, makes you feel that you can't live without them because. You're everything to them, and then, and that insidiousness of the way that that re, that relationship changes without you even noticing, um, and then all of a sudden you can't move without their permission. Right. You can't do anything, you, you, and you lose yourself in that yes. relationship. And that's how it felt having having been in a relationship like that as well. That's how it feels to be in addiction to yeah. without. And so finding that breath, finding that power in the breath and finding me in my breath as well. Right. And that's what it is, is anything that is a distraction from the pain is just taking you further away from yourself. Yeah. Because going through the pain is where you discover yourself more fully. And that's, and so what I'm curious about, so, okay, now you do this yoga teacher training, you stop the drinking, you're doing your, your breathing. I'm curious with this process of slowing down and actually connecting with your breath, connecting with yourself, did you have demons that you needed to face? Oh yes. And I still facing them. I mean, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm definitely not, um, I'm not the final incarnation of who I'm going to be. You know, I'm still, I'm still progressing. I'm still facing demons on a daily basis. I still have lots of self doubt. Um, 
there were there were a lot of issues that I buried over the years that came up. Um, things that needed to be healed. I discovered the power of forgiveness and that, that forgiveness isn't about the person that we're forgiving. It's yeah. about us. Um, there, were, there, were, there are things in my past, you know, people that have really hurt me, people that in huge ways contributed to my addiction and my unhappiness over the years. But I learned to forgive them and they don't know and they wouldn't care, and they probably wouldn't realize that they needed to be forgiven. But doing that changed me for the better, and it helped me to find peace in what happened, and it helped me to look at the things that happened and see how I gained from them instead of looking and seeing all the awful things that happened. You know, that that is that, um, you know, you... you you look back on your life and, and there might be one thing 10 years ago that you'd like to change, but if that one thing hadn't happened, then everything else that has happened since possibly wouldn't have happened. And maybe there are some things you wouldn't want to be without. Right. So, you know, I, I can look back at the, even the worst times of my life now and I can see the gifts that I got from them. And that's not been an easy journey. There's had to be, a, you know, there's been a lot of, a lot of self-study, a lot of a lot of writing has been done around these things. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of pain has been, you know, it's been quite painful. But ultimately, you take what you know. You can choose to take the bad or the good from things, and and yoga has helped me choose to take the good and take the positives out of these experiences rather than focusing on the negatives. Oh yeah. You know, if it weren't for these experiences, you wouldn't be on the air now and doing what you do. And it's well, yeah. part of that process. So, yeah. <laughs> so thank you for going through that so you could share your story with people. And, and I, <laughs> I love that again, because you brought your strength to your breath and that's, that's that center for you. You always have that. And so you always, and you're never going to leave your breath at home. Like you always have yeah. it with you. So if you can go back <laughs> to that, you always have something with you that's going to bring you back to that place. Um, of, of feeling balance and feeling, um, you know, like you have that strength again. So I would love if you can share maybe some practices or, um, you know, maybe it's something like we could start our day with, what type of practice of a breathing practice for that versus maybe if we're in the middle of chaos, we need to just like help to bring that back real quick. Um, can you share some things like that with us? Yeah, absolutely. So I start my mornings, um, not every morning, in the, in the spirit of honesty. I don't manage to do it every morning. But when I can, when I'm able to get to my yoga mat, which I try and do every day, um, I always start my morning with five minutes of just quiet sitting. Um, so I'm just sitting cross-legged with my hands clasped in my lap and my, my back nice and straight, head erect. And just closing my eyes and just focusing on the breath and just breathing in and out, keeping the mind focused on the breath, feeling the breath moving in through the nostrils, down the, down the windpipe, down into the lungs, feeling the abdomen expand as you breathe in and then feeling it get smaller again as you breathe out. Feeling the air leaving the body, following its movement, back up, coming out of the nostrils. Keeping your mind focused on the breath. 
Keeping the breath slow and steady as you breathe in and out. Try and make sure that the breath is equal in length as you breathe in and out. Keeping the inhalation and the exhalation the same length. Keeping your mind focused on the breath. And when the mind wanders, just bringing it back to the breath without judgment, without frustration, without thought, just come back to the breath and just accept that the mind will wander. Try and extend the breath to last for six seconds in length on the inhalation and on the exhalation. And if you can't manage that, just try and keep them equal in length but with the idea that you'll try and extend, extend the breath as time goes on. Through practice, you will expand the lung capacity. And then just sit quietly, keeping the mind focused on the breath and coming back to the breath whenever the mind wanders, not worrying about the external world, not being distracted by your thoughts. We just sit for a couple of moments quietly. And then we just come back now. So if you just slowly open your eyes, see your fingers a little wiggle, and then come back to the moment. That's what I would start my day with. You can do that at any time. Anytime you need to take a moment, just come back to yourself. You can just spend a minute, even one or two breaths, where you're just focusing on the breath will really help to calm you. If you feel yourself getting agitated, it's incredibly powerful to help to calm yourself down. If you're about to go into a difficult meeting, for example, or you know, if you're in a difficult situation with another person, just taking a moment to focus in on your breath can, can put space between you and your immediate emotional responses and can help you to respond from a place of your, your thinking brain rather than your emotional brain. It, it stops that stress response from kicking in or it brings us down from the stress response if the stress response has already kicked in. Um, we can, the, the taking slow, deep breaths can really calm the nervous system. So if you're very stressed, it can lower your blood pressure, it can, it can reverse the flight or fight stress response and bring you into the rest and digest stress response, the anti-stress response. 
and uh, it's, it's an incredibly powerful tool in the fight against stress and, and goodness knows in this world now we we're all very stressed and we could all do with a little bit of time to focus on our breath i think mm-hmm. well i love that <clears throat> thank you so much for walking us through that I, I i'm sure everyone wants to play it over and over again in their mornings they can start their day like that especially if your voice is so relaxing it's like meditative um but, but i love that the, <clears throat> the oxygen is is for you know in the both for when you're waking up in the morning, because if you're still feeling tired, I mean, one of the best ways to energize, not just coffee, is you can actually yeah. give more oxygen to your brain. That's that's where, where your energy yeah. comes from is oxygen. So it's great to do that in the morning. And then if you're feeling stressed, like you said, getting more oxygen blood flow to the brain is going to help you think a little bit clearer. So maybe you won't do something that's a, a bit irrational. And it also, like you said, kind of takes the emotional response out of it. So you're not reacting like... Um, you know, like you're like an animal just reacting, you're, you're actually going to be able to yeah. think a little bit more logically and process things a little bit more so you don't say something you regret. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so um, what what are some benefits of, of breathing, like medically? I mean, I, I, I know oxygenation. I mean, it's something we, we check in the clinic is we're always checking someone's um, oxygen levels in their blood and we want it to be above a certain threshold and obviously 99 or 100 is what you, where you want to shoot for and there's different medical things that can interfere with that but even sometimes just hey take some deep breaths let's retest it we'll see their oxygen percentage go way up just from changing their breath so this yeah. stuff really does work um, but anything medically yeah. say that there's some some benefits of of working on breath well I mean, I'm, I'm asthmatic, as I've already said. And when I, I first started doing my yoga teacher training, I think it might have been maybe, uh, maybe I don't know, four or five months. I think I was still drinking at the time. So it might have been four or five months after um, the course started. And I've been doing a lot of work around learning to breathe. And like my breathing pattern had changed. My, my regular breathing style had changed. And I was taking deeper breaths most of the time because I was practicing this all the time so my general unconscious breathing was different by this point and I had an asthma attack and um, I had to go to the local um, emergency room you call it um, here in America mm-hmm. and I had to go on a nebulizer and they checked my oxygen levels and the doctor there told me that even though I was having, he was quite surprised. He said that even though I was having an asthma attack and I'd been hyperventilating, I'd been, I'd been hyperventilating and in an awful lot of pain with my asthma for hours at this point, um, at least four hours, I think, I'd been unwell for. Uh, but my oxygen levels were still kind of normal. And I mentioned to him about learning to breathe and about the way that I was breathing and he agreed that it was probably because I was breathing so much deeper all the time the oxygen level in my blood was just generally higher in general mm-hmm. um so that that kind of blew my mind a little that I was you know even though I was in the middle of this asthma attack I actually had as much oxygen in my blood as most people do wow it's amazing. Um, so it allowed you to carry through that attack better because you had more oxygen in your system. Yeah. 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 And and now, I mean, I'm still obviously I'm still asthmatic. You know, that's that's never gonna go away, I don't think. I, I, I think it's this it's possible it could. But um if I, I I used to if I hadn't when I when I was before I did this 
if I discovered I'd left the house without my inhaler, my Ventolin, my, my lifesaver inhaler, um, I would have an immediate asthma attack. If I, you know, the, the sheer, the, just the knowledge that I didn't have my Ventolin would be enough to cause me to need my Ventolin. And now I can, because I know I can manage my asthma with my breath, I still need my Ventolin. And I would still need medical treatment if I had an asthma attack. But because I can manage it with my breath, I don't go into that panic mode anymore. So if I'm out and I find I haven't got my Ventolin, as long as I'm going home that day, if I'm away somewhere, it's a bit different. But as long as I know I'm going home that day and I know where, you know, I can get my Ventolin, I could go an entire day now without it. And that's, that's a big change in my life. Um, in terms of other other things, you know, learning to breathe properly can reduce your blood pressure. It uh, can improve. Uh, it can improve your heart. Um, certain ways of breathing. There are certain type techniques, breathing techniques that I can that I teach people that improve the, the, the sort of massage the heart as we breathe in. So it helps to strengthen the heart. Um, I also. Um, I start. I had a, a gynecological problem when I started learning to breathe, and after a little while, that went away um, for no reason other than I was learning these breathing techniques. And so I don't know if they're linked, but I've always assumed, I've always thought that it must be, <laughs> because I was getting more oxygen into every part of my blood. Everything obviously right. was functioning better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. The doctor couldn't, they didn't know what the problem was at the time. They so could just say, you breathe better, your vagina gets better, you know, yeah. like everything gets better. <laughs> everything gets better. Um, you, you've already mentioned about energy, you know, muscles work better if we've got more oxygen into them. Mental oh, yeah. health wise, you know, it's, it's incredible. The changes that happen, that can happen in people through just learning to breathe, but it's, People with stress, people with anxiety, with depression. Um, I I used to, well, I was pretty sure that if I carried on with the mental health assessment that I was just starting, I would have probably been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And I don't have that anymore. I don't have those symptoms anymore. And again, I put that down to the breath, learning to breathe, and just the general state of calm that that, that I've got now. I think everything, I'm sure I'm cleverer now than I used to be, but I don't know if that's because I've stopped drinking, I've stopped destroying my brain cells. I think there's a combination of the two there. Mm. Um, but I can certainly retain information better than I used to. Um, and again, it's you know because there have been several big changes for me, it's impossible to isolate, well, that's because of the breathing. But sure. it's all together, you know. Um, and... Gosh, I think, well, everything improves. Your skin tone improves. You know, yeah. Everything gets better if you breathe better. Absolutely right. everything does. Well, cause, because stress affects everything. So anything yeah. that helps the stress hormones to stay in check is going to just make everything better. So yeah. Yeah. Um, how often do you think, let's say for people going for optimal health, how often do you think we should be doing some, some focused breath? Every day, at least at least doing something in the morning, at least spend a little bit of time in the morning. But what I've often advised people is um, set a reminder on your phone or make sure that, you know, every morning, just before you start work, at lunchtime, when you're washing the dishes, 
just before you go to bed, when you're brushing your teeth, any time that you're doing something that you do every day, make a little point to just stop and notice your breath, take a few deep breaths, take a little bit of time to be aware of your breath. Because one of the crucial things about breath is that we're not aware of it. We, you know, we, we, it's, a, it's an automatic bodily function that happens without us. But when we start to take control of it and start to be aware of it, it improves. What when we become aware of it, it's almost an automatic response that when we think about our breath, we slow it down. And so, if we make get into the habit of noticing our breath, if, so if you just um, something I have advised for is just set an alarm on your phone for every hour, and when that alarm goes off, just notice your breath and just get into the habit of noticing your breath. And if you do that, combined with a bit of practice of taking deeper breaths, you, you, that in itself will just bring you to a state of more awareness of your breath and just concentrating on your breath more. And, and you will find that it will change. I love that. I think those little, I, I am a big fan of using technology for, you know, to help advance health. And I think that if we don't do it right, technology can take away from health, but if we use it right, yeah. it is magical, especially for setting yeah. reminders. So, um, so yeah, setting a, a, an hourly reminder, how are you breathing right now? You know, just, and then over time, it wouldn't take long. You would just start to do this naturally and you just become this, this conscious breather, right? Yeah. Yeah, you would. And and once you start to be aware of it, then, then you, you you start to use it better and use it more. And, and you will really notice that you reap huge rewards for doing it. If you could like just travel back in time to that younger Esther who was really suffering, what would you have told yourself? I think it would I think that I would I would tell myself um that I'm worth a lot more than I think I am. And uh, the, the biggest problem that young Esther had was that she thought she had to try and fit in. And she really didn't. And, and older Esther doesn't really fit in either. But older Esther's okay with that. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I would like to tell young Esther is that it's absolutely fine that actually being a bit different is pretty cool. And that it's it means that you get to dance on the train station with your headphones on and not care what other people think about you and that's really liberating and it's it's fine to be different it's fine not to fit in that there are people who love you just for who you are and you're amazing and everything's going to be just fine yeah and meant to be <laughs> so powerful so I, I love this. This is this is really, I think, um, just an important topic for all of us to, to listen to, of just the power of our breath. If, if anyone is listening, you are a breathing creature. So this is something that you can use that's going to help oxygenate your brain, help you think clearer, your energy, your mood, your sleep, and everything works better by focusing on your breath. And I think what's also so amazing about it is how it just has you slow down and just experience a little more sweetness in life because if you're focusing on your breath you're probably not zooming off from one to the next thing you're probably slowing down and noticing and being present and seeing how great life is right now so that's another little added benefit i'd say absolutely yeah well i love this esther so what um for people listening how can they um follow you keep up with what you're up to 
And, and then what are you excited about? What's on the horizon for you? So um, I, I just started my podcast and I've, I've, that's, that's called Stober Living Rocks. And that is um, a podcast and, and a website. As there's, there's more than just a podcast on the website. Um, but it's all about showing people that uh, sobriety doesn't mean you've got a really boring life. That a life of sobriety is a life of, of connection and truth and being who you really are and living life on your own terms rather than under the, the grip of that abusive lover that <laughs> we know of as alcohol. And um, so I'm sharing interviews with people and I'm also doing some solo episodes about myself where I'm sharing um, tips like we've just been talking about. So sharing about the breath, sharing different yoga concepts and practices to help people in recovery or who want to give up drinking or who just want to go alcohol free just because they know it's a healthier way to live. And it's not just about recovery from addiction. It's about sobriety as a as a lifestyle choice as well as as a a necessity um and i've also i've just just created uh and which i'm going to start next month um a new program an eight-week coaching program to help people work through different aspects of yoga to get to that place of of acceptance and self-love and being calm and relaxed and not needing to turn to alcohol so that's that's called sober living rocks as well and that's all on the sober living rocks website which is soberliving.rocks which has got to be the best domain ending i have ever come across <laughs> in my life um, it was quite funny when I, I discovered that you could buy websites that end with dot rocks and I got very excited and just bought, I bought the domain and then thought, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> so cool. I love it. Well, it's definitely memorable. That's for sure. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love it. I love it. So I'm going to be doing most of my blogging and creating of different things on there now, but I also have balance and breathe which is my original um, website. Um, and there, in the name of that, you can see, I, I came up with that name by thinking, what are the most important things that yoga has given me? And I thought, well, it's balanced me out and I've learned to breathe. Mm-hmm. And so I called my first business Balance and Breathe. And so on balanceandbreathe.co.uk, there's also lots of information on there about yoga. There's lots of stuff about the breath as well. Um, there's a couple of blog posts where I've got videos of me taking people through different types of breathing. There's some amazing practices on there. Um, if you like, if you've got show notes, I could send you some links to put in the show notes, perhaps. Yeah, yeah that'd be great. Uh, some different practices that your listeners might like to try that are more visual that I can't really talk about in an audio. <laughs> no worries. Well, I love it. All of us could use more balance and all of us could use more... Uh, improvement with our breath so I, I love it and, and your, I know your podcast is going to be an amazing success because you're so fun to listen to and and yes I think that um, you know you know what it's like to be on the other side of this so people will resonate with your story because so much so many people are going to connect with you yeah well I hope so <laughs> yeah well thank you so much for gracing us with your presence I'm wishing you the very best with your mission and um, all the best and we will talk with you real soon well, thank you very much. It's been lovely to chat with you. Thank yeah, you. Of course. Thanks for, thanks for coming on.
All right, you guys, that is our episode. Thanks so much for joining us. And hopefully the audio was okay enough that you could hear my guest. I know she was in the UK, so it wasn't as clear as usual, but I think you were still able to get all that content. And um, thank you so much for joining us and have a wonderful evening. And we will talk with you guys next week. Thanks. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dr. Low Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. And for more after the show, you can head over to drlowshow.com where you can find the show notes. Be sure to subscribe to the show and share with all your friends. And please head over to iTunes and leave the show a five-star review and leave a comment. I read each and every one and they warm my heart. Thank you so much again for joining us. I promise to keep bringing you fun, inspiring, empowering content. Until next time, lots of love and I'll talk to you soon. North Pole Hotline. Help! My in-laws are hosting Thanksgiving and we're bringing the dressing. You mean stuffing? No, dressing. I need cute outfits for everyone. Get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, Old Navy's kicking off the holidays with stylish denim, velvet tops, the season's best dresses, and 40% off your entire purchase now through Tuesday. 40% off? We'll be stuffing our shopping bags full. And don't forget colorful sweaters and amazing outerwear, too. You can even buy online and pick up in store for free. Ooh, I love an all-you-can-wear buffet. Holiday your heart out at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1118 to 1120. Exclusion supply. See stores for details. North Pole Hotline. Help! My in-laws are hosting Thanksgiving and we're bringing the dressing. You mean stuffing? No, dressing. I need cute outfits for everyone. Get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, Old Navy's kicking off the holidays with stylish denim, velvet tops, the season's best dresses, and 40% off your entire purchase now through Tuesday. 40% off? We'll be stuffing our shopping bags full. And don't forget colorful sweaters and amazing outerwear, too. You can even buy online and pick up in store for free. Ooh, I love an all-you-can-wear buffet. Holiday your heart out at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1118 to 1120. Exclusion supply. See stores for details.